Around Comics, Episode 17. From Chicago, this is Around Comics, a roundtable discussing topics in and around the world of comics. I'm your host, Christopher Neesman, and I am joined, as always, by my partner in crime and the producer of the show, Brian Salazar. Yo! Alright, this is a midweek Around Comics episode. It's going to be a leaner, meaner episode. We're going to go without our regular news and top of the stack segments. Is that a wiener, meaner, or... We have a, a full panel here today. We're going to keep it to one topic discussion today, and that is Civil War, which came out last week. Let me introduce you to today's panel. First, we have Matt Park. How y'all doing? Next is Mark Beatty. Hey, guys. Next is our good friend Matt Summer. I love Civil War. <laughs> the artist of Scar Tissue, Dave Wachter. Hola. And, of course, we have Tom Kills. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I will, uh, um, well, first time, first time listeners of the show know. Oh, that's that a quarter. Oh, his girlfriend's calling him. Can we he does not have a nice no, for kids. Ringtone. God, I will let first-time listeners know that uh, if you would like the full Around Comics experience, go back one episode and download that, and that will give you the news, the top of the stack, everything. But today we are talking about Civil War. It came out last week, and we are not going to talk about the actual comic, but we are going to talk about the issues that are being brought up in Civil War. Good, because I didn't read it. Oh, I'm a Let's open it up. Registration. Registration of superheroes and what the government is trying to do there. Uh, let's go around and give us your pros and uh, and not pros. Pick a side. Pick a side. Pick a side. Eh? Well, I don't know. Like I'm sort of undecided so far. Um, I think they did a lot of good points on either side. Um, I think at the beginning I was starting off on Cap's side, but I'm starting to move more towards Iron Man. I mean, he does have a good point that. People like cops or, or, you know, army people, if you're trained in these weapons, you need to have a permit for them, you know? And if one thing that I posted on the forum one time, and at least just an opening shot, is some of the people who are most, some of the people who are most against um, registration and, like, civil liberties and all, the, or are for civil liberties and, you know, the government not intruding on things, they're also the ones who scream the loudest for gun control. So... You know, how is this any different from gun control? Sure. Mr. Beatty? Registration bad. <laughs> I, I, uh, I'm definitely on Cap's side in the respect of... There's certain, I guess, that they both have good good points. Certain points. <laughs> God damn it. Um, I mean, I agree that training would be a good thing, but the whole registration thing, I mean, you... All of a sudden, somebody's got your real name and everything else about you, which of course puts anybody you love, family, friends, at risk, especially if you're a hero. And you, you can't say they're going to hold these, you know, secret. They'll, nobody will ever get it. Yeah, right. That's going to that's going to happen. Um, so I just think the registering part is a bad thing. The training is not a bad thing. But I'm definitely on on cap side on this one, Mr. Summer. Um, well, trying to decide. You know, the thing is that. I don't see how this can really work because if you, whatever way you, if you go with the registration act, then basically what you're saying is that the way that comic books have always worked with superheroes, 
doesn't We're not work talking anymore. about comic books. We're talking about the issues within well, that comic. That's fine, but we don't have superheroes in the real world. Do too. <laughs> Nelson Mandela. Well, there's those, there's those two guys that's in true. Minneapolis, too. That is well. That and is that, true. that female race car driver. But, but, She's a hero. I mean, somebody. Let, 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 if you're gonna let, have, let Matt okay. Um, it, fi- all right, fine. If you want to talk about if this if this was the real world, what would uh, well, obviously, in the world that we live in, the litigious society that we're in, there's no way that anyone could do anything like this without having some kind of official backing because you would the you know. The first chunk of sidewalk that you damaged, or the first tree you knocked over, or whatever, you know, you'd be sued. Um, so, yeah, if we're gonna say that if this is the real world, you know, basically you would have to have some kind of responsibility for for this. But then on the other hand, you know, if this was the real world, then you know, why are people doing this? Why are people fighting for you know? risking their lives for things when they're not getting paid, they're not getting, you know, any because coverage. great power comes great power Yeah, but that's not the real world, though, usually. So, I'm sorry, a little cynical, but Sal, go Sal. ahead. Well, I think the most interesting thing about it is that, you know, it relates to a lot of things that we see in politics. But one of the things that I kind of thought about, is, you know, one of the arguments or side of the arguments are, you know, if you're going to own a gun, you have to, you know, register it, and, and a lot of people think you should be trained in it. If you're going to drive a car, you have to be trained in it and and and, and get a license for it. But, you know, with these characters, you're they're not necessarily choosing to have it, these powers or these abilities. They're choosing to use what they're either you know born with or some accident happened or the government gave them or they developed on their own. It's not like going to buy a gun, and and it's not. Something it, it's registering a innate ability in someone. So, and and their decision to use that to try and help society. Going back to the gun issue, you know, it's like it's like gun control. If if ever you make everyone register, you know, their weapons or take a training class, well, the only people that will have guns will be criminals because they don't care anyway. So, I mean, it's the same sort of thing. If you if you register, you make every hero register. Well, villains aren't going to register. Certainly, so the only one that will be out there with powers will be the registered people that are sort of confined by the government. Telling so, so are you pro-registration? Uh, no, I, I'm not, uh, because of the civil civil liberties issues and, and the government being involved in, in that world, telling heroes who the villains are. Like, and how to be heroes. And how to be heroes. And, and Mr. Caters? Oh, I'm, I'm for registration. Um, mostly because the, I think the difference between the heroes and villains kind of like falls apart with what happened at the beginning of Civil War, only because to you know whoever dies, it doesn't matter if <clears throat> doesn't matter if it was a uh, hero or a villain that killed them. So uh, I'm for it. Just like you wouldn't just give a cop a gun because he has good intentions and then let him run around and do whatever. And by the way, like Spider Man. Would be great if he got paid. Think of like all the, you know, you yeah. wouldn't constantly have to be scrambling for money. You don't know many cops, do you? Yeah, as a state employee, <laughs> uh, he's not going to be that much better off. The healthcare, free healthcare, no. Uh, Dave Wachter, I know that you rarely have any political views, but yeah. uh, so I'm very interested in communist. <laughs> I, I like to stay pretty neutral. Politics <laughs> don't really interest me. Um, as far as uh, this registration goes, I'm definitely anti. Uh, registration and I'm, I'm with Captain America. Uh, 
you know, one is the civil civil liberties angle. Another thing is is that essentially a superhero uh, has always been a vigilante, and they're going out and doing it because they feel a need to do what they feel is just. And if you make them not only register with the government, but what they're really talking about is being trained by, paid by, and employed by the government. So I know, especially in the real world, I'm not sure I would be too comfortable with the government we have now uh, being in command of where the superheroes go, who they fight, you know, what country they go into, and what armies they battle. And um, as far as, like, the gun comparison, uh, I think that also goes with that, is that, you know, you get registered to use your gun uh, or to have a gun, and uh, maybe you get some training. I'm not sure what goes into registering for a gun. I'm not even sure you need training. No, there's no training. Right, you don't have That's to have true. training. And the government does not make you then use your gun for the government when you register your gun. You're not forced to go in the Army. And, and I also agree with Sal's point that these these are not abilities that you go to a store and buy. This is These are something that's innate. You're sort of uh, trying to tell somebody they need to register just an ability that they Their have. Well, yeah. Which is interesting that, you know, the pro Iron Man camp, you know, Iron Man is, well, until this latest run uh, with Warren Ellis, has really not ever been a super-powered individual. He is a uh, billionaire industrialist that created his superpowers. So it's interesting that he is on that camp because physically... Well, he doesn't want to lose all those, you know, high-paying government, government contracts. contracts. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure yeah, that's part of it. And how long before, the, uh, before the, the government leaks their, their super well, identity? Right, which was, it might be on the identity no, disk that they have that. to steal. Well, I can line out, like, I can outline a perfect method that you can get it so that no supervillain could... You know, get those things. Just they're, like our CIA. Yeah, don't give your names out. Yeah, but, but, the, but this is the real world. The real world, yeah, it can leak all over the place. But I'm saying that in like in the Marvel universe, you get um, Mr. Fantastic, Hank Pym, and Tony Stark together have them build an encrypted computer system that will only release a specific registered person's name after, say, like three members of a committee vote on it and like use keys to That's until the thinker it. comes down, baby. I'm saying you, are you, I'm positive that, you know, you get those three guys together, you get the smartest people in Marvel Universe together, they can probably make something that's damn near... Well, like, oh, certainly, I mean, yeah, I mean, except for Dr. Doom. Okay, but that, I mean, that's, that's, that's the nature of be some guy. Maybe there's one villain out there. Right, you can always, you can write... computer programs. Yeah, you can always write it in or write it out however you want. I mean, that's not the story that they're trying to tell and what we're trying to do with it. But, you know, it, it, it's obviously it's a very political issue and one that relates to what's going on in this country today with something like the Patriot Act, which is a perfect example and obviously something that Mark Millar is... Totally is, tied this into. Yeah, and, and, and using fear, which, you know, uh, fear of, of, of heroes and powers out of control, which I, I, it's so easy for people. I mean, you know, as much as I agree with the no registration and with cap, I can see the other side of the coin because it would be a very dangerous situation, you know, having people with these abilities. But at the same time, you know, we know we all know how our government works. We all know how slowly they generally work or how ineffectively with most things because there's too many voices with opinions trying to decide. So what and are you going to have change in administration? Well, and well, wouldn't you rather have people like Captain America w within the government working to 
make sure they do things correctly. Because if I'm not mistaken, like <laughs> Shield us. could still go bomb the hell out of whoever they wanted, whether or not you know Captain America's part of them or not. I'm here to help you. Right, exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, that's it. It all depends. You, not everyone, I imagine, in the Marvel universe thinks that superheroes are going to run around and save everyone. You know, like vigilante is the key word, and they do things all the time that are illegal, like, you know, Matt Murdock. I mean, the stuff he's done is pretty morally actually reprehensible. There are states in the South that blowjobs are illegal, so... (laughs) We just got our explicit... (laughs) No, that's a crime. (laughs) But, I mean, it's not like these people are perfect moral characters. Well, no, but it it sets up... You set up a standard of acceptance for years and years and years, and then all of a sudden you're going to change everything and make everything, you know... You're going to try and enforce these laws that you never did. Well, there's all kinds of laws that part of the way government works is sort of in a community, you sort of have a standard of how certain things are upheld or not upheld. That's just part of living in a community. I mean, there's all kinds of laws that aren't strictly enforced all the time anyway. Well, well but I think that's that's sort of the point is that they're they're using this one instance of, of the school being blown up to pass through these laws that they want, you know, that certain politicians want them, certain well, you know, well, lobbyist groups are, These want. are laws that, I mean, I think in the Marvel Universe, has things like this have been mentioned before. Yeah, but the community has accepted the heroes. They've, they've wanted them there. Except they've, for mutants. Yeah. Well, and Mutant Registration Spider-Man Act, man. Oh, I mean, yeah. you know, that's, that's been, been around for 20 years clapping for Spider-Man. Man. That's in the movie. No, I, and I, th- I think <laughs> Mutant Registration is, is a fascinating part of this is that for the first time in the Marvel Universe, you're going to see everyday heroes such as the Wasp or Hank Pym or, you know, whoever, Nighthawk, and they're, they're going to have to deal with what the mutants have dealt with for, you know, how long has the Mutant Registration Act been a part of the Marvel Universe? Uh, 25 years? Yeah, it was since Claremont, wasn't it? It's a, he- it's a heck of a plot device. You know, and, 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 well, I mean, from, from a comic fan, it was like, you know, what's the, seriously, what is the difference between Iceman and, um, you know, Photon? You know, or, or there's, you know, for the common everyday person, that was the Captain Marvel. No, no, I, just actually, that one out I, I was just trying to remember if she was a mutant or not. <clears throat> oh, you know, but, 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 but any, you know, Spider, what's the difference between Spider-Man and Toad? You know, to any yeah. Joe on the street. Good looks. <laughs> Big tongue, you know. He's very popular with the ladies. I was going to say, he has a beautiful girlfriend. Can't wait until the next podcast? Be sure to check out aroundcomics.com for breaking news, reviews, and opinions. Let's look at some of the parallels of what's being raised in Civil War, and I still look at this as a 9-11 book. Maybe that's just me looking into this, but you look at the the public paranoia that is being depicted in the books. You know, they're putting faces to people to represent masses like they did right after 9-11. You're looking at, you know, that mass hysteria which pushed through the Patriot Act. You know, there's no question in my mind that the government uses fear to create legislation. Everybody to wants us. somebody to point a finger at. You need you need an enemy, a visible enemy. And that was speedball. But I mean they made themselves been the enemy forever. Enemy. It's not like the government made speedball and them go kill nine hundred children. I mean they did do it. You know, it's not very hard to point a finger at well, someone. They they weren't they working? I, I, I'm not a big New Warriors reader, but I, 
from what I remember in the first panel, there's somebody from the FBI that's telling the new no, warrior. No, that's a that's a, a bro, that's a producer yeah, of their producer it's of a re- reality TV. Yeah, it's a reality TV show, The New Warriors. Oh, that. it had a little Clint badge thing on there. That yeah, like, uh, no, it, it's, they're not government funded in any way. But, but, but what do you think about about that capturing that public paranoia? Do you think that that this has been de- depicted correctly? Good lord. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we, we are well, recording this. Here. <laughs> we, we are recording this uh, from Dark Tower Comics, so it's the occasional cell phone or uh, cash register. Hopefully, cash register a lot for Mark will be ringing. So. Uh, but no, the public paranoia, do you feel like that is being depicted correctly in the comic and is realistic? Do you think that if superheroes really did exist, that this happened, that this is the way that America would react? I think definitely. I definitely think it does. it's the way they, they'd react. Especially after the news gets a hold of it and spins it any way they feel like it. They're going to work on the fear over, you know, them being heroes. They're Look, gonna, it's, it, I uh, think the problem is that, and this is kind of what I was talking about before, why I had a harder time getting into this story, is that realistically, yeah, if this was the real world, then we would not want these people running around with powers, beating people up, and doing things like that. So you're pro-registration? Well, that's I, I don't know that I I'm would. Pro-training. I mean, what I'm saying is that, though, that's why it's weird, is because in the real world, that's what we would want, but this isn't the real world. This well, you don't know that everyone on the planet would want that. Everyone in the country would want that. You don't know. I mean, that's hard to say. Just because you you believe that, that doesn't necessarily mean I do. I don't know that so I would sit you, here and you say. You wouldn't care if there's, like, uh, you know, like militias that are going out killing people and stuff. You know, as long as they're bad guys. Well, it depends. It depends on on the the circumstance. It depends. Yeah, if if there are people out there that are looking to, uh, you know, have justice in the world outside of the law, I don't know that I personally am, am opposed to that. I, I understand the the issue with that, and I understand how people may be opposed to that, but I don't know that I am. I don't know that everyone is. I mean, vigilantism and, 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 you know, lynch mobs and that kind of stuff have existed in this country for a long, long time. They may not as much now, but to simply say everyone would want, you know, would want heroes to register because they existed in the real world, I just think it's it's... It's impossible to know that for a fact. I think that would be the the Pokemon people. (laughs) 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 To to back up Matt a little bit, I think that would be the popular. Oh, and yeah, I'm not saying it it wouldn't. I I think you would certainly see politicians doing exactly what they're showing in Civil War. A lot of pro Minuteman people. Yeah, there, yeah, there is. Right there. Well, you, you look at you know once again nine eleven. You know how many you know eighty year old grandmothers said, "Well, I I think these Muslim people. I think that we need to know each each and every one of them where they are and where they live, and we need to know what they're doing because they're 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 attacking my freedoms." And it's the same. It's the same thing. It's fear of people that are different and the threat that they may carry with them, and trying to get it written down so you feel like you know it. Well, a perfect example is J. Jonah Jameson. Look what he's done for years of trying to spread the fear of Spider-Man because he has a grudge and he's using an outlet, you know, that he has the ability to do the the, the newspaper to Don't ever pick a fight with someone that buys ink by the gallon. Yeah, well that's <laughs> exactly. I mean, it, it, you're going to see the media, you're going to see politicians certainly jump on, you know, that bandwagon and try and push through, but I, you know, my point was just that I don't know that everyone you know, it, it may even be the majority, and if that's the case, but I don't know that everyone would be opposed to having 
costume, you know, <laughs> as ridiculous as it sounds, costume vigilantes running around for, you know, justice, especially if there are, you know, super-powered villains that the police aren't going to be able to handle. That, 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 and, that's, and that's sort yeah. of the, you know, the, what what is a villain now? Well, yeah, I mean, I think the I think in the Marvel Universe it's actually probably going to be even more pronounced than the hysteria you would find here in, you know, whatever our universe is, Earth Prime or whatever. Um, because, I mean, you know, there not only do you have all the mutant hysteria that's been shown time and time again to exist in 616, but also, like, I'm sure each of us could name a half dozen instances of things that would affect the mortal, like, the mortal person, like Infinity Gauntlet. Half the people on Earth died and came back. Well, they didn't know that. Well, they do now because of She-Hulk. <laughs> like, the comic book got printed, and well, we're not going to go into that because this isn't about... Get back on the road. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this like, we can make... Alert. You know, geek alert. Geek can show up in your town and, like, completely destroy everything. It's a... Con- like, it, it seems like it's a constant threat and a constant thing in these people's lives that, you know, superheroes or supervillains can come along, and, you know, it's not as bad as the Wildstorm universe, but... Still, you know, if there's a battle, there's going to be tons of property damage and people are probably going to get hurt. Well, in, a, in our last episode of Around Comics, Matt touched on that and the suspension of disbelief and that there's always been collateral damage in comic books and it's just given that, you know, buildings fall down but no one dies. Well, no, I mean, I think there's a big difference between that and this. Well, I mean, yeah, but this is the first time that it's yeah, the been. the first time that they're actually saying yeah. now there is consequences to this stuff when before we've pretty much ignored you know any collateral damage from- I wouldn't I wouldn't say that they've ignored it I mean I'd just say that it's building up to now I mean because apparently up until a month ago the Hulk never killed anyone you know uh, until like Illuminati, that was the first time that they ever said. That well, it's just the evolution of of the storytelling and and what they're trying to do with you know with the universe that they're trying to write it in a different way than it's been done for four years because. Let's face it, just, you know, nobody wants to read that anymore. It's been done. Why redo it? Why keep trying to do it? You have well, to they're, change. They're trying that's, to make it that's creation. And they're trying to progress forward. Yeah, they're trying to make this relevant. And that's what that's what always made Marvel good, right. is they're that whenever you read a Marvel comic, you felt like it was your world. You felt connected to it. And, hey, let's face it, in the, in the political climate that we live in today, this is the most politically relevant book that I've read mainstream. And you know, that I can ever remember. Well, I think mainstream is one of the, uh, the words there because I think now there's start, these mainstream books are starting to pick up where independent books and smaller, uh, not even maybe not independent, but smaller uh, uh, titles are now have been getting into. And whenever they discuss superheroes, I mean, you look at I was thinking of something like uh, Ex Machina, you know, where where you know, or or the American Way that's coming out now. Um, where smaller books have been discussing these kind of issues. And an interesting thing about Ex Machina is that he was the only superhero in that universe, and it was rather mixed results, and people weren't so sure about him until he was able to save one of the towers of 9-11. Yeah. So then everybody loved him. So I think that's another thing with public (coughs) opinion. It's gonna, it's it's gonna, um, it's gonna go back and forth depending on what happens when there's a tragedy. People are all going to get emotional about it, but when they save, um, you know, thousands of people's lives, or they save the planet, then everybody's going to love them. People are wishy-washy. Yeah. That's simply put. It's all That's perception. how people are. Exactly. I mean, you're you save the day, you're a hero. You screw up, you're an idiot. 
And, and, and I'll, I'll back Dave up. I, I think that Ex Machina is a perfect microcosm of what we're seeing with Civil War and how people react to, you know, heroes or these people that are different. And so it's, if, if you are liking Civil War, definitely pick up Ex Machina because it is a politically relevant comic. Politically charged. It, it is politically <laughs> charged. Uh, what do you think about how the media is being played up in this to, you know, just kind of keep dumping, you know, kerosene onto the fire? I think it's completely realistic, and maybe <laughs> it's not realistic. dumb enough. You know, that, you know, we saw we saw the the woman that you know Matt wasn't a big fan of the the mother that had been picked out facing the pain. I just thought it was a little cliched, but I understand she serves a purpose. T- tell me if if there wasn't uh, the government, you know, has a huge biological disaster. Well, hold on. I have mm-hmm. a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Can't think of the woman's name, but um, her son was killed in Iraq. Very yeah, t- and no, that's the woman. No, she's the one that's the feeding tube. No, that was the woman. I can't, I can't remember. Cindy Sheehan. Cindy Sheehan. up on the news there, Dave. That's great. Thousands of soldiers have died in Iraq, but she became the face of all of them to the some degree. The media, the media picked out that one. On so, for, for, well, I understand your point on, you know, it's like just, you know, they used her for a purpose, but it's not that far of a stretch because in, in, you know, this day and age, it is going to be one face. It's well, not going to be a mass. Matt was exactly right. It is cliched. You have seen it before, and you know what? That's what makes it so intensely realistic because they would do that. Like we're saying, you haven't seen it in a comic book. Yeah. You've seen it in the news every night. So you know, the, I think the the media and how that's going to be played through this series is going to be you know a common theme. You're always, I think, every issue you're going to see you know a talking head that is going to be discussing this, and, and I think that adds to the realism of it. I'd like to go back to, to one of the other points that were touched on just a little bit. Uh, I think it was Wolverine's character, you know, talking about, you know, the world's not a nice place and you can't, you know, clean us all up and put us in, you know, a box and expect those things to go away and no, no one there to deal with those really bad issues. And if you talk, you know, I'm sure if we, we talk to, uh, to Matt, who's a, a de- de- detective in Chicago, um, that, you know, that's, he, that's Matt Ricker, who is the owner of Dark Tower, not, not the other two Matts. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> too many Matts. I'm sure he, he, he'd probably be the first to tell us that, There's you know. only one with a gun, though, so. <laughs> a lot of times, the, you, you know, know the, the police are underfunded. They're, they don't have necessarily the training, the weapons, the manpower to handle a lot of the situations, and that's why a lot of times the criminals are winning, because they have no rules to follow. They can get as much, you know, guns that, that, that as many guns as they want. They can get it, way more people are, are willing to do it than they have cops to protect people. And and I think you you know you're going to see that same situation if you have these you know very orderly trained you know regiments of of heroes put together as as sort of police, but then they're all following this you know doctrine that's put together and, and there's a certain budget you know put with it. Well, you have guys like Dr. Doom that don't care about any of that and they're going to come in and, and take advantage of a situation, certainly, and, and who's going to be there to, to, to deal with that at that time, you know? You're, you're you know, like you said, it's, it's a, there's, there's very bad people in bad situations in the world and who's going to be there to take care of that problem then? With the situation, what's going to happen if, if everybody's a government employee? Do they have to ask if they can go save someone? Yeah, there's a bank robbery. Do they have to go? Uh, is it going to be like police calls? You know, you got to call on the radio. Oh, is it who's in the area? 
you have your Larias. I mean, right. you're going to have like exactly. You've got to get a warrant. Is all that stuff starts coming into it? The, the legalities of it. While they're sitting there breaking the law and attacking people and shooting things up, and blowing things up, you have to wait and see if you can go in yet. File your three forms and well, maybe well, there might be a positive where they might actually distribute some of these thousands of heroes somewhere else other than Manhattan. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I think Oklahoma that's kind of is a, screaming for I a superhero. I think that argument's kind of a, a little bit of a straw man argument because. Well, there are all kinds of times. calls you out. There's all kinds of. I mean, there's all kinds of situations where people who are public servants do do things to like save someone. I mean, I can't imagine. I've seen Tom know, Cruise do amazing things. Yeah, Tom Cruise do amazing things. I mean, I'd be hard pressed to say that if like firemen drove by a place burning, that they would necessarily have to wait to get permission to go fight the fire. I mean, there was a reason, reason story like I mean, there's. Yeah, but that that's that's I mean a fireman fights something that happens and you you know it's one situation that they they are trained to deal with and you have that set up so that a fire breaks out in this district you send those those ambulances there and it's 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 relatively predictable situation. Yeah, but I would also argue that villains attacking in the Marvel universe has become pretty predictable situation too that they're oh, going to be trained but, to do. It. But if you're looking at it realistically, I I don't know that. You know, you can ever predict what someone with immense power is going to do at any given time. Well, know. I mean, the thing is, is that it's not it, just because they're going to be federal employees doesn't mean that they can't be autonomous. I mean, technically, you know, the Avengers were certified or sanctioned by the UN or whatever. I mean, there's no reason that the U.S. government can't give them, you know, can't set up a superhero organization, give someone like Captain America or someone who's good at tactics to run it. And, you know, just give them money and, and maybe, you know, someone to look over them like Peter Ginch. But whatever. nothing in politics is that simple or, or easy or, you know, I mean, you're, you're going to have people that are in charge. You're going to have congressional hearings. You're going to have budgets. You're going to have, I mean, with something that huge and immense and powerful, there's no way that, you know, it's going to run smoothly. I think the most important thing to look at in registration pro or against is understanding that the registration is just the first step, okay? It's, you know, in the 1930s, you know, Jews in in Germany had to register, and, you know, were you for it? Were you against it? And that was just the first step. Yeah, and he's, I he's really ramping this up. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, that's, 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 that, that again is, like, I'm using I'm, the most extreme example possible. To, well, I think this is an extreme story, and I think what we have to look at is that this is just the first part, because don't tell me that, you know... In the Marvel Universe, the way it will be written, that once they're registered, that there's not going to be a politician or a McCarthy figure that's going to be, now that we know who they are, now we can get rid of them. No. That's assuming every single one that gets registered is going to be like, okay, you know, like at some point, if their goal really is to get rid of all of them, then the whole point of registering is going to sort of, in a way... Not work. I mean, they can find these people now. I mean, they're running around. Like, they don't need to know who they are to go kill them. Yeah, yeah, like, but once <laughs> that precedent is set, then then that opens up the door. Yeah, but, but I mean, look at look at Spider. I mean, look what you know Peter Parker is saying. It's like, okay, you know, you know who I am. You can find Spider Man, but you don't know who Aunt May and Mary Jane are. And now that mm -hmm. gives you, you know, every family member is just another way for someone to get to those people. But I mean, if we're going to talk realistically, Shields could find out who. Spider-Man and whose family is like twenty yeah, minutes at, probably. Look at, but, but, but look at like uh, the uh, what's her name the the woman in, the CIA agent that got outed. Um, you know, I mean that, that's a perfect example of them not keeping the you know 
the security in that case and, and using it, you know, someone using it to their advantage to... Uh, they his could, name was Terry Scheibel. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they, could, they could out him now. Yeah. You know, yeah. the S.H.I.E.L.D. could just tell everyone who Spider-Man is now. Yeah, there seems to be a difference between S.H.I.E.L.D. They, and the U.S. Yeah, Nick, Nick Fury keeps a lot yeah. of the info close, to, close at hand. I mean, he doesn't just let it go. He doesn't know the government because he doesn't trust the government anymore than we do. All it has one guy had to have some clue that it was somebody, you know. Like all it takes is one person to kind of find out. I mean, it's hard to argue about this stuff because it's all arbitrarily plot written. I mean, you could what? (laughs) I know, I know, it's hard to believe, but you know, you could, you know, you could write a story. Well, this will never happen, but then if the writer wants it to happen, it'll happen. So it's kind of hard to argue about. It's it's just a yeah. I mean, we're obviously talking about a. Sort of asinine. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, it's it's fiction. It, do, it doesn't exist. But trying to sort of transpose that into the real world as best we can without trying to get in the minutia of you know in between the panels. So yeah. it's, it's about your civil rights. It's about your right to privacy. It's about okay. What do we, we need to figure out exactly what we're talking about when we talk about registration here? Because you technically mm-hmm. every single person in this room is registered. You have a sure. social security number and. You can be tracked by that social security. No one number. knows who I am. For, I, I'm, I'm willing <laughs> to bet that everyone over 16 in here has a driver's license. You can be tracked by that. I mean, you know that's driver's license. Yes, yes. but we don't pick out certain groups of people in this country and make them register for abilities or something they're born with. That's the whole point. You're picking out a select. You're, you're picking out a select group of people, and you're saying, okay, because you have these abilities, we're, we're going to we're going to make you. Register where everyone else in America doesn't have to. See, that's not necessarily that's clear, though. It's not necessarily clear. That that's what they're saying because there've been two different points. If you have superpowers, you have to register. That is not the only thing that they've been saying. They've also been saying if you're choosing to be a vigilante, you have to do this. And the two are very, that, very different things. Yeah, there's two different issues. One, <laughs> a vigilante and a hero, generally. No, well, but I mean, if you have powers and you're not going to do anything. Yeah, like it's like it's like you still have to register. No, 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 the, no. Not necessarily. There are two proposals that have been been, been put forward in very places in this whole civil war brouhaha you know one of them is if you have if you have powers you need to register the other one is if you are a vigilante you need to register and the two are not the same thing at all if they go for the like if say spider-man if they said okay you have to if you're a vigilante you have to register if he just you know hung up his tights and stayed home with mary jane all day they they shouldn't have to go after him with that case, and I would have a help. Well, it's just a matter of which which one of those bills they're trying to pass. I don't know. They haven't really clearly defined what is in the bill and what. No, what I, is, I know, agree. What, and, and they I really should. Have, well, no, I think for a reason they haven't, and that is to they don't know, and it's to grow the paranoia, to grow the hysteria. You saw the whole scene in the comic where you know the twenty three heroes are in the Baxter Building, and Doctor Strange is like, you know, okay, so. What that means? I'm going to be an employee of the government, and Reed is like, well, you know, they're still trying to figure you out, so we really don't know yet. I, I, I don't think they know what the bill is. Well, who knew what was in the Patriot Act when it passed? Who knows I mean, what's in the Patriot Act? Did you read it? I mean, not even the legislators yeah, they, who, pat, who voted for it, and they probably still don't know. You need Michael Moore to go out and read it to them <laughs> so that they hear anything that's in it. I mean. You know, so, man, I, I think that's the thing, is that, is that I think that Miller and, and the Marvel team have intentionally not given up 
the the information for whatever the registration act is going to be, you know, because that's how our government would be. They they wouldn't know. It's going to be it's going to be thrown together. They're they're going to try and play to the public. They're going to try and do the political thing, and they're going to see where they can chisel away different pieces of power to coattail in on it. So, but well, I think that until we see what that you know, obviously maybe with issue two, mm-hmm. I don't know. Until we see that what happens with the story. I don't know, it's hard to comment on this because part of the reasons why I said I thought it was a little rushed, that first issue, is that, yeah, they're they're acting very arbitrarily in some cases without any of this plan being actually settled yet. And that's not realistic now. Well, uh, see, you keep throwing that out there. I, it, comics aren't realistic. But, you know, that's my point of view, I guess. It's, I, I, I love that they're doing it that way. That the because this I mean we've lived this guys. It's, it's Are you not, basing the realism on like a fictional realism or the real, real world? Realism? That whole that whole word is just it's a hand grenade because it's you can have a real fictional realism. <laughs> um, you know, well, no, I'm just trying to understand. I, I, <clears throat> I guess what I'm saying is I understand that this is this is this series is an attempt to try to make superheroes as realistic as possible. Or at least realistic in how the government might react. I, I think I them. think it's trying to. I think it's just trying a, to deal with real issues. Yeah. In a fictional way, and I, I think that's a good thing. I and think it's I, taken a, a parallel story from what we have lived in the last, you know, what six years in this country, and 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 draw craft a story out of that with those feelings, with those tensions, with those fears, and I I like how they're doing it. Because it does seem real. This is how people would react. Sorry, coming in and out. I I agree. I, that's what I'm enjoying with it. I mean, I I I understand. You know, um, you know, there was a lot in that first issue and everything. But well, let's not get into that. I mean, we. Well, I tell we can you what. About this what what I what I do want to say here real quick before we wrap up is that we had an issue of a comic book come out on Wednesday, and. We've got seven guys sitting around talking about it, Nuts. arguing it, discussing it. We all have different points of views that, that may cross over. And you're all wrong. <laughs> there's our view, and then there's Matt's view. I'll tell you what, I'll tell you what to think yeah, as well, yeah. but That's why I cloak myself in some mini no, Matt. And we need Matt because he is, is here to speak his opinion. Is it wrong? No, it's different. Yes. <laughs> and, and, you know, if, if, it was a one, if it was a one-sided discussion between all of us, that's not interesting. And that's what Marvel is making us do. Pick a side. And like Matt Park said in the beginning, he was on one side to begin with, but now he may be leaning to the other. And I don't think that any of us are really going to know until this is wrapped up, but I just love the fact that they have created a book that is making us think about it. And that is an achievement. You're here. You're here. All right. Well, hey, Who are you? I would like to thank everyone on... scripts by Marvel. I would like to... Tom, would you vote Civil War? Are you on the side that it's the greatest comic ever, or are you on the side that it's a very great comic? It's somewhere in between, actually. I haven't decided yet, but it's the best comic ever. He's waiting for issue two. No, I'm going to sit down and just think about everything, every panel, and then I'll... 
come up with an opinion. Well, the truth is somewhere in the gray, as we always know. Um, as I was trying to say before you guys kept tripping in, <laughs> I would like to thank everyone on the panel today. You did a fantastic job. I'm sure that we will be hearing from everyone You're welcome. again in the near future. Um, thank you for listening to Around Comics. Um, make sure to listen to us this coming Monday on a whole new episode. Uh, in the meantime, we will be everywhere in and around comics. If you would like to suggest a topic, send us your comments, or are interested in becoming a panel member, email us at info at aroundcomics.com or visit the Contact Us section of our website. For that and the latest in comics news and opinions, go to www.aroundcomics.com. Music for this show provided by the Podshow Podsafe Music Network, music.podshow.com. Thank you for listening today, and remember to join us next week, where the panel will change, but our mission stays the same, bringing you the best in discussion, news, and reviews in and around comics. <laughs>